The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Hey guys, welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Boland. How you doing, Paul? Oh, I'm doing okay. Yourself? I'm good, I'm good. I, I was before this show, I'm Snapchatting, Periscoping, Facebook living, and I've realized there is a whole bunch of crap out there that has to be done on social media just to do a radio show. Eh, weird, isn't it? It is absolutely amazing to me. My my uh, Alexis, my my Alexis, my assistant Alexis, <laughs> um, just put out a picture of me on Snapchat, and I look like a you know Hollywood secretary. Um, I find it so interesting. All of these platforms, it's almost like you have to learn an entirely different language just to work in entertainment these days. But social media is damn important. It really has become a force a force of its own. I know. I'm trying, and I'm trying to learn the language of emojis. So. <laughs> how, how is your learning the language of emojis? Yeah, at least there's pictures that you can kind of fake your way through pictures. You can you can gauge it that way exactly, exactly. Um, so I've got Alexa showing me stuff on on Snapchat right now, and I'm telling her just tell them I'm currently on Voice America. I do. I look like a Hollywood secretary. I'm currently on Voice America, and it's fun. It's fun playing with all these social media things, but I don't know how to use half of them. Periscope, I'm learning. Periscope's getting a little bit better. It's one of my preferred preferred ones just because I can figure it out. Well, it's just like, you know, you're live and then that's it, right? Yeah, you're live. No, no, there, it exists. It is archived. So people can go back and watch these. It is archived. You can go back and see all kinds of things, but you're live, you record live, and then it's archived or whatever. But I think we're in a culture where everyone wants to be famous. So all of these platforms put the eyes of the world on people. I think, I think it's everyone's 15 minutes of fame now is really where we are. Does Snapchat really count towards your 15 minutes? I, I don't people know. People are getting I'm, famous I'm on Snapchat. Really? First, uh, you're talking like one of the few people in Hollywood does have a smartphone, so... I mean, my phone makes phone calls. Your phone makes phone calls? You don't have a smartphone? No, 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 no. I, I have a... Why? Okay, you, you have, you have uh, what is it, in, in, 100, in 140 characters or less, tell me why you don't have a smartphone. Uh, it just seems like a lot of effort. <laughs> and before, and uh, no, I know I have to get one. You know, I have to get one in order to join the uh, 
Yeah, because, I mean, I see everything that people can do on their phones, and I want to do that. You want to be able to do that. The problem isn't that everyone else can do it. It's learning it. I look there, and there are things that I'm phenomenal at. Then there are things that I'm just terrible at. Yeah, have you tried that uh, new app Beam for social media? No, I haven't. What is it? I'm not sure at all. I think you basically have to hold the phone to your chest. You can't, uh, and it works off the little uh, sensor. That when you hold it to your chest, then it records. Does it? It's so it's it's what like a. You as a human have to share something, and then it goes immediately to your Beam account, and then it's shared. I don't know. I'm learning. I I I just I haven't even heard of Beam. I'm just learning Facebook Live. Like, Alexis is good at Facebook Live. I'm great at Facebook. Um, Facebook Live. (laughs) Pardon? Love what? Oh, sorry. Hmm? Uh, As you were saying, you love Facebook Live. No, Alexis is good at Facebook Live. I'm terrible at Facebook Live. It's just not my thing. I'm good with Facebook. I'm good with Twitter. Um, Instagram, I'm learning. Uh, Periscope, I love... I think that's it. Oh, and right now, Periscope has something called, not Periscope, Instagram has something called Boomerang. And then there's something oh. called List that's getting popular. There's more? Uh. There's more. <laughs> there's more. There's, there's going to be, by the end of it, there's going to be about 100 that you need. Tumblr is another one I can't be bothered with. Well, that's, Alexis. that's, a, that's a vlogging one. That's a vlogging. You actually have to type stuff in, right? I don't know. Alexis, do you have to type stuff in on Tumblr? She has no idea. She doesn't use Tumblr either. Anyone out there in yeah, anyone out there? Can can you tell me what Tumblr is or what the point of Tumblr is? I I would really like to know that. We have an exciting show today by the way, Paul. I'm 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 actually very very excited. Most of the shows we've done in the last couple of weeks have been pre-records. So we haven't done the live shows. We've got a lot to catch up on. We have an amazing amazing guest. Um, but I, I've got to say, more than that, what's going on in politics right now is amazing. Well, yeah, we're down to, what, three? Well, uh, yeah, we've got, we've, we've got Donald Trump, which, you know, everyone kind of said would never happen, and, and boy, were they wrong. We've, we've got Donald Trump, who, I mean, the Republican, I guess, the Republican convention could turn against, but it looks like right now we have Donald Trump, and we have Hillary or Bernie, and the reality of Donald Trump becoming a, a contestant, or a, not a contestant, I'm saying contestant because I'm telling you this is a reality show, mm-hmm. um, becoming a real contender is just shocking. Absolutely shocking. Give them and what they want. I know. But the, but the problem, everybody on the Republican side hasn't quit. They've simply suspended their campaign so they could refire it up at their convention. So once the convention comes around, everything could change. God, please let it change. I want to give a quick shout out, by the way, to uh, Roland Williams Grams. He and his whole battalion, he is out right now. He's out of the country. And I want to say thank you guys very, very much. So that's a shout out to Roland William Grams. I love my soldiers here. We love our soldiers. And I just wanted to say hello to him and his unit out there. Um, I'm not going to say where they are because, I mean, let's face it, I am not Geraldo and I don't like to give away positions. <laughs> like, so, so I want to shout out to them in Kentucky. Let's call it Kentucky. Kentucky outside of America. 
but I want to give a shout out to them. Um, that's true. They've suspended their campaigns and they could come back at any moment. But I mean, let's face it. You know when a film's a flop, you're not going to continue with it. And right now, the only film that's that's uh, anyone's paying any attention to is Donald Trump's. Well, they keep waiting for him to say something stupid and get kicked out. But, you know, he keeps saying something stupid and he's still here, so... I, that, that's that's the best way to put it. You keep waiting for him to say something dumb and for people to turn around and go, no. Um, I had a thing going through Hollywood. Everyone's asking people in Hollywood to apologize because, you know, we're what made Donald Trump famous. We took the money. We did. you got to take some responsibility there too. We all do. We took the money from Donald Trump and look what happened. We should all be very proud of ourselves. <laughs> I'm still going to hate voting for that guy. <sighs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. It's, it's, we, you know, we've, we, we took the money. Come um, on, Bernie. Yeah, seriously, Bernie, please. I'll give you my firstborn child. I don't, haven't actually born a child, but I'll give you, I'll give you one of Paul's. I'll find one. There's Paul will find one. <laughs> so, so that's, that's where Feel the Burn is right now. So, We've got, I think we've got an interesting political climate that's really segued with our entertainment, which hasn't happened to this degree before. I mean, there's always been kind of a sideshow factor to this thing, but now the sideshow factor is the main attraction. I mean, it's, you literally have like a prune with a bad haircut. But. Mm. I know. Now, now we've got. Well, we're going to ask Sorantos when he gets on. We've got the. We've got Sorantos on. He's an amazing, amazing artist. We're going to be talking a lot about how he got in the industry and what he did. But I do have to say, I find that. I find it shocking that the sideshow element has now left, and it's all sideshow. I mean, am I am I the only one shocked out here that things have gotten as far as they have? I'm still shocked that you know, you know, Trump's has gotten far as he has. Uh, you know, I thought for sure that it would be uh, that Jeb Bush would be at the front end, and he had the most money that was raised. But uh, but it actually kind of gives me a little bit of hope that the people, you know, the grassroots of both parties. You know, in this case, you know, it's hard to say that Trump was kind of grassroots, but he's basically what the what the Republican Party base wants because he's winning all the, he's winning all the primaries. You, you've got to, I mean, you've got to look at it like that. Uh, yeah, he's winning all the primaries, but he's running his entire campaign on hate and fear. Yeah. I like yeah. that you're yawning. Like, I've, I've talked about this 4,000 times, Summer. It's, I, I get it, but I still can't believe that a campaign is working that's, that's run on that. I mean, we have people in this country signing up to be citizens that probably never would have signed up to be citizens, so we can thank him for that, because they want to vote against him. Hmm. Yeah, and then they're realizing that they should have registered like months ago as that party. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, it's, it's... I, I was lucky enough to realize that I had to get a changeover ballot in order to vote in the Democratic primaries. Mine came yesterday. But not a lot of people. Not a lot of people realize that. They really don't. They don't realize the hoops that we're forced to jump through. Well, so Paul, what have you been doing? We have about two minutes to a break. When we come back, we're going to be on with Sorantos talking about what makes music different, what makes his music different. But I want to know what you've been doing. What have you done in the last couple of weeks since we had the pre-records? What have you been doing? Well, not a lot. I've, but I've started to uh, 
I got one of my own uh, one of my own projects, like half filmed. Uh, I should hopefully have it ready in a couple of weeks. Awesome. Of course, I'll put a link into my uh, the social medias that uh, you all have uh, helped me set up. Thank you very much again. No problem. Again, but I uh, don't quite want to talk about it yet because not quite ready yet. But uh, hopefully, we'll call it a secret. We'll like it. Okay. Well, you better talk to everyone on behind the scenes about it before you talk to anyone else because, you know, you've got your loyal listenership here. Guys, we are going to go to break, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to Sorantos. We're going to be talking about what it takes to make it in the music industry today, and we're going to talk a little bit more about politics because, let's face it, that's where the segue is, that's where the money is, and that's what everyone wants to hear about. So we'll be right back after this. I'm Summer Helene, and this is Behind the Scenes. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Conservation starts with us. Learn about environmental concerns each week when you tune in to Our Wild World with host Ellie Weiss. Our show centers on Africa each week and what's being done to save our wildlife, ecology, and ourselves. However, we'll also discuss what's going on closer to home. And most importantly, we'll let you know what can be done in our own backyards by featuring guest experts and featuring your questions and answers. Listen every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. Hey guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your friendly neighborhood bad guy talking about all things Hollywood. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin, who you all seem to love, his uh, naughty sense of humor. And we are talking to Sorantos. Hi. Hi, how are you doing tonight? 
I am fantastic. You're a musician, which is why we dragged you on the show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to ask you, we, we kind of like to cut to the chase here. Why are you a musician? That's a really freaking difficult choice. I mean, it, it's, it's easier to turn around and go, you know, I want to do anything else in the world rather than be under the, you know, under public scrutiny 24-7, putting out music and art, that sort of thing. What made you go, you know what I think is a great idea? Putting myself on display. You know, to be very honest, I don't think of it like that at all. I'm a little bit different than most other musicians. I'm not 18 years old, uh, but it is something I've wanted to do forever, and I don't, I don't really think about the pressure. I don't look at the scrutiny. I just do it because I love doing it, and... Um, you know, that, that's really the, the most honest answer I can give you. That's actually, yeah, that, that's, that's the best answer I've heard. Usually people come up with some, well, I love this, right? Like, that, that was a really honest answer. I like that. That was, that was a no bullshit answer. So you <laughs> love it. That's what made you do it. Yeah, that's- and you know, honestly, I don't try to BS anybody. I think um, this is my third year releasing music and being in the public light and really what I try to be about is I'm just myself if people meet me on the street if they talk to me on a radio interview this is exactly what you're going to get if you see me in concert or talk to me I'm not I don't like being fake I know a lot of people in Hollywood or music they have two personas their real persona and then I don't really want to do that because this is who I am and I don't have to make something up and I don't have to get my game face on for an interview I could just be myself that that makes sense. Um, I, I got to say, I've got the two personas. I think most people do. So I find it interesting that you're just so straightforward with it. Yeah, I you know, and again, I'm a little bit different because I've wanted to do this forever. I almost felt like it was burning a hole inside of me. So I'm just so happy to be doing it. And anytime somebody uh, emails me or put, puts a post on Facebook or Twitter that something inspired them, it really motivates me. And I, I really am just thrilled and excited to be doing it. So you're just thrilled and excited to be in the public eye at this point? I am. And, and you know, the other flip side to that is I'm probably a very small wave in the ocean. So I have not, you know, I haven't gotten through what Justin Bieber or Taylor Swift have had to endure because I'm sure there's an ugly side to it. Um, when you've been in it for so long, and I have been lucky enough that, like anybody, I've I've received my share of fair criticism, but I'm sure the bigger you get, the farther you can fall and the more criticism you get. So for me, it really hasn't been bad yet. It hasn't. You haven't gotten to the point that you're getting the um, the negative attention. Well, I mean, when you bring up Justin Bieber, that's a guy that kind of brought it on himself. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I think everyone's a little bit different. I can't even imagine being his age and being that famous and uh, that kind of celebrity. So I, I've, I like to tell people I've made more mistakes in my life than anybody I know, and I certainly can't judge what he's done because, again, if I was that age, boy, um, it, it's tough. It's really tough. And you guys are in the public light too. Um, I, anybody I got, with a I cell phone I've got to disagree with you there. I think that's bad parenting. He was, in the, he was in the limelight under 18. That's not about his behavior. That's about a parent that didn't regulate what was happening with her child. You see that again and again and again in Hollywood. I mean, you see yeah. these parents that throw their kids to the walls, and she's just another example of it. There are very few yeah. cases that turn out like Shirley Temple, where you have a parent that educates a child, doesn't allow these things to happen, and puts up that wall. 
I mean, look at the Corys, look at all of these people that have lived through that. I, I got to say, Justin Bieber is just another case of bad parenting, parent living vicariously through a child. Yeah, I see your point, actually. I, I didn't think about that too much because I was lucky enough to have great parents that um, told me what was really important in life. And I don't know enough about Justin Bieber to tell you what his parents were like or what he went through um, because I, I didn't follow that closely when he was younger. I don't think it's necessary to, to follow it. I see a lot of parents that put their children in the public eye. I personally don't like working with children on shows for that reason. Yeah. I think, I think it is a highly destructive influence on children. And isn't it like, I don't remember the statistics, but isn't it like a crazy number of childhood stars become, um, just have all sorts of issues? I, I thought I heard the stats a couple of years ago, and it was unbelievable. Uh, it was the vast majority it is. It really is the vast majority. The vast majorities are the Lindsay Lohans, the Britney Spears. You have Amanda Bynes. You have all of these kids that have stepped out and become celebrities and been around this destructive influence. I mean, you grow up in a fishbowl and you're always seeking that, that moment of fame that you had. But they're famous as a child and no one wants to see them grow up. So then you have them pull the crap that, you know, Miley Cyrus pulled where she's trying to show you in no uncertain terms, look, I'm an adult, but look what happens there. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. It's tragic in a way that people can't just be comfortable in their own skin or whether they're trying to, to get that, uh, you know, social media moment or going viral with uh, sometimes attention that isn't the most positive. And that's exactly it. We talked about social media earlier and all of these openings, all of these, um, these uh, platforms that can put you right in the middle of the fishbowl, everyone's seeking that and everyone's trying to be Kim Kardashian. Yeah. I, and the problem I think nowadays that's even worse is it's so fleeting. You know, even if you're the story of the day, the next day, I think you could be such an afterthought, and I think people sometimes want to be viral every day, and sometimes they do crazy things, sometimes they really put themselves out there, and, um, you know, I, I personally believe slow and steady wins the race, and it doesn't appeal to everybody, but I, I, I do think you've got to just be yourself and not cause as much controversy as some of the people out there are doing. The controversy sells, though. I'm going to ask you, um, I'm, I'm going to ask you this. You've, you've kept, you haven't done anything wild or crazy to promote yourself, but you've gotten a steady, a steady following. And that's very, very admirable. Why are you avoiding the crazy that everyone else is doing? I don't, I don't like, I, you know, I'm actually a very sarcastic guy and I've done some very crazy things, but I don't know if I'm avoiding crazy. I think I'm just making it about the music first and the story. So to me, I don't want it. I don't want the message to get distracted about, you know, if I go get some kind of weird tattoo or piercing. I want the message to be the new song each month, and your music video each month, and your book chapter each month. And then secondarily, if people like me or don't like me, that can be fine. But I don't want that to be the the leading story. Um, and again, so, I'm I'm sure so as this, the what's that? Sorry. So so in this narrative that you're creating in in your story. You don't want to be second to your behaviors. You want your music to be the first thing that people think of. 
not Michael Jackson and the child molestation, not all of these other things that really are synonymous with fame now. You want your music to speak for you as opposed to a moment. I do. I do. And again, is that the right way for everybody? No. Is that the right way for me? Who knows? You know, that's, that's open to interpretation. And I can't tell you that my way is the best way or the worst way. It's just the way that for this point in my life, what feels right. And I'm not going to say that in a year, I'm not going to do something stupid or crazy or controversial, but I'm going to try to be centered around the fan because that's really what it's all about for me. And that makes a big, a, a big difference. It sounds like you're very, very grounded. I mean, we've had people on this show that you would believe the stuff that comes out of their mouth. And you're very calm and very centered and not sure you're great for my listenership. I mean, come on, say something terrible. But it's nice that, it's nice that you have a hold on it and it's nice to see that difference in Hollywood. Well, you know, I appreciate the compliment and um, I, I do want to thank you again for having me on the show and your listeners to, for actually listening and hopefully we can give them some controversy or something exciting to hear. But um, You know, you know I, I just like that you're a good influence. I mean, a lot of what we talk about on this show is the wildness that goes on in Hollywood. But in essence, we're telling people how to get famous and how to get known. And you are giving them a glimpse into a way that is not the Miley Cyrus, um, is, is not from the Miley Cyrus playbook, which everybody goes by now. Yeah. So it's nice that they have that difference. When you got into this industry, we've got about two minutes to a break. When you got into this industry, what, what was your first thought? When your first album came out, what did you think? I was very naive because I, like most people, thought, okay, I'm going to release a song. It's going to go viral. And even when the first one didn't and the second one didn't, there's still a part of you that hopes it'll happen because you've seen these success stories, whether they were real or imagined or created by the media. And sometimes, you know, it's very discouraging. But looking back now, um, every day I'm trying to get better, not just the story, but musically, lyrically, uh, how I sing, the timing, the phrasing. And I have, every month I seem to have an aha moment. And I think when I listen to the stuff that's going to be coming out next year, the stuff that's coming out in four months, the stuff that's coming out next month compared to what I first did, I'm almost embarrassed of it. <clears throat> but what I tried to do is I tried to show people the real journey. I could have gone back and re-recorded some of the stuff I did six months ago, but I wanted them as they follow me to say, wow, you know what? His lyrics are getting better. He is singing to the beat now um, because I think that's important because that's my story. If you know, every picture and every song sounded perfect from the beginning, there'd be no growth. And that's not what I'm about. I like that. So I'm going to take a stab in the dark and say you're against airbrushing. We have 30 seconds to break. Um, I like that. I think that is very, very interesting. When we come back, we are going to talk about politics. We are going to talk about airbrushing. We are going to talk about changing your sound. We're going to talk about the audio filters, the visual filters, and everything else Hollywood does to hide you. Then we're going to talk about how this man, managed to do it on his own outside of Hollywood and get to where he is. I am Summer Helene. This is Behind the Scenes. I want to give a quick shout-out to Smashbox, Arrowhead Water, Off-Road Rentals, Panda Express, Auntie Annie's Pretzels, Nothing Bun Cakes, Domino's Pizza, and Alexis's Grandfather at Griggs Vacuums. Thank you guys for supporting all the films we do, all the television shows we do, and thank you very much for supporting me. Dow, 
thank you for the fabulous hair. I always give a shout out to my hairdresser, Dow, because he is absolutely amazing. We are going to be right, right back. I'm Summer Helene, and this is Behind the Scenes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. You count. Tune into Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Interrevolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day guys, welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. And I know usually we're talking about something fun or bawdy or, you know, somehow we slip a vagina in there. But today we are talking a little bit about the good, the bad and the everything else in Hollywood. If you want to jump on Facebook, you can find me on Summer Helene. Shoot me a question. You can find me on Behind the Scenes. Shoot us a question. We're happy to answer it there. Or you can call in live. We are talking to Sorrentos. We are talking about what it takes to make it in Hollywood. A little bit about what we think about airbrushing politics and everything else. Now, you, you're doing this in Hollywood a very, very, very clean way. You're, you're letting people follow your sound. You're letting them follow your evolution. What do you think about auto-tune? I, you know, the interesting thing, we talked a little bit before break, but three years ago, I felt personally that I needed a little bit of auto-tune. I didn't think I was good enough. And 
we didn't talk specifically about my story, but I had really bad allergies and bad asthma where I couldn't even get off inhalers about four years ago. And then I did some immunotherapy and I got off all my inhalers. So as my voice has gotten stronger and as I've continued to practice every day and get better, I don't use auto-tune that much at all anymore, um, except for a particular song, if it's a dance pop song, and I feel like a little bit of the effect is necessary. But in my first stuff, um, I quote-unquote cheated. You know, I did use a little auto-tune. Uh, I did uh, well, do some vocal editing for timing. What was that? A little or a lot? Uh, depends on the song. So if you listen to one of my first, I think the fourth song, I Love to Love You Too, it was a dance song. There's a lot of auto-tune on that one. Um, but if you listen to some of the other ones, I didn't have the confidence as a singer where I could say, oh, no, put no auto-tune on it. Whereas now, fast forward three years later, um, through a lot of hard work, through getting more confident, uh, the song coming out next month, Hero Falls, is pure and pure, 100% my voice, and it has no auto-tune at all. And I think the one thing that when you look at as a fan, you don't realize that when you have singers like Adele or Taylor Swift Everybody usually has a little reverb. They have special effects on there to make their voice sound, you know, no one is out there singing dry. So to the amateur ear, when we talk about auto-tune, that's much more manipulation of your sound. But everybody sings with a little reverb and has certain effects to make them sound better. Um, But certainly not crazy like some of the artists out there where, you know, they're in concert, they drop their mic and they keep singing and it's all you know, staged and tuned, and it's not even them up there. So I, one of the things I've worked hard to do is if I, if someone's going to see me in concert, I'm going to sound the same. I'm not going to sound tuned. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be singing when the mic is nowhere near my mouth. Um, and that's just a decision I've made. But it also means that um, one of the things I try to do is not have robotic music. I don't want everything perfect to the beat. Um, you know, you slip up a little bit, you mistime something. That's part of what's a normal concert. When you go to some of these big artists and their concerts sound perfect, it's because, you know, everything is timed, everything is, and that's not me. That's not what I want to do. That is the most PC answer I've heard. Sorry. Pardon, Paul? No, no. Isn't it true when people use, like, auto-tune as, like, an effect, they have to sing off-key in order to activate the auto-tune? Well, it depends. So um, sometimes when you listen to Cher originally or T-Pain and some of that, that's extreme, you know, and mm. auto-tune essentially there's, so when people think of auto-tune, it gets much more complicated than that. You can change the timing. You can change the pitch where you're singing in a C and it puts you up to like, you know, a, a D. Um, so it really, auto-tune is a very generic term, but, and again, I'm certainly not uh, an expert producer and mixer, but it gets very complicated because you can do so many different things to the voice. Um, so auto-tune is just like a generic where it improves the pitch a little bit, but there's so many other things you could do with reverb and EQ, and um, there's so many things you can manipulate. Yeah, I remember reading an interview with, like, the uh, the South Park guys when they were doing the Kanye West uh, parody thing, and when uh-huh. they were, like, the, the I'm, uh, I'm a gay fish thing, thing which yeah. was a song on South Park, in order for them, they sang things perfectly, and they were waiting for the auto-tune to kick in, and the engineer is saying, no, 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 you have to go off-key in order to get that effect to bring you back into key. Yeah, that's interesting, yeah. Well, see, that's yeah depending awesome. what effect you're trying to go for, that's probably true. Yeah, because well, I think when Britney Spears, hmm? like a, a raw track of hers was released, and it sounded like off-key, but it was a song that was heavily auto-tuned, so she has to kind of sing off-key 
in order yeah. to activate the auto tune and get that like that share effect. So yeah, and again, well, I can tell you in my personal journey when I again listen back to what I did, I was off key. I wasn't singing in the right pitch. My timing was off, and again, but. I've never taken lessons. It's all been self-taught, watching YouTube videos, uh, buying every CD I can imagine, reading everything I can imagine, and slowly you start to put the puzzle together and realize, okay, now I know what this means when they say, you know, you don't just listen to drum or bass, you've got to sing to the, you know, every fourth beat, uh, the timing, the phrasing. Um, it is this whole world that I never imagined, and I thought I was pretty good three years ago at writing songs because I was writing them since I was in fourth grade. But it definitely is, um, I personally believe everything can be taught. And I think with enough uh, training and hard work, but I think people get into problems and they think they've made it. I think um, I see that all the time. I'm sure you guys see it in Hollywood and sports where the other guy just keeps working harder and harder and then he passes you up. I think it's, you've got to always try to get better. Otherwise, you've if you get stagnant, yeah. you know, that's... You have to work at your craft. Well, I'm, I'm going to ask you, what do you think of, uh, of airbrushing then? So, again, when, when you look, I put out a new music video every month, and I've certainly, I don't try to manipulate things drastically, but I've certainly used Photoshop and I've used some Final Cut effects. Um, you know, if, uh, but again, nothing like, you know, where they make Captain America look super skinny or super bulked or some of the things that I've read about that Hollywood does where they essentially have Photoshop for movies, I don't have the budget to do anything like that. Um, it'll be a very interesting question if I ever make it, and they're like, hey, we can make you look like you have a no, tremendous I, V, and um, the temptation that's, is that's to say, yeah, I'm make me look perfect, you, but hopefully I don't give in to that too much. That's what I wanted to know is will you give in to that? Who are you voting for, by the way? <sighs> you know what? Um <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, a lot of very interesting debates with my friends. Um, boy, I, I, I have to be quite honest that I'm not crazy about either of the two finalists. Um, if I had to pick, um, I'd probably pick Hillary, but um, there, there's things I don't like about both of them. Um, I don't know how else to phrase it. Well, what do you think about Trump running? I mean, realistically, we've got a reality star running for the President of the United States. How do you feel yeah, about that? I, you know what, I, um, I am amazed, not just that he's made it this far, but I'm just amazed at some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth because when I, I, I think, again, if you're a public person, you know, I watch The Apprentice and I, again, I read, I read a couple of his books, but there's, I think, a fine line between being pompous or arrogant or, but to me, why would you say things that people can throw in your face six months later or a week later you know, you want to represent yourself the way you want because, um, you know, if you have kids, if you have family, do you really want them to, you know, reporters, they can crucify him because he contradicts himself all the time. And yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's that everyone's perfect, but, um, but why do you contradict yourself every other day? It's just crazy. I got to say, it's, but it's working for him. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. How sad no, is I'm, that? How sad is that that no one gives a shit that he's um, crazy, crazy. It really is just crazy. Well, well he's got the most pants on fires by PolitiFact. He's gotten the most pants on fires, which is the most bullshit ratings of anyone. Yeah. Really? More than history. Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah, who has and, the and, most you, pants on fires? Yeah, I again, I don't know what to say. I, I just, I, uh, I wish we had two can. You know, usually in an election, I can kind of say I want that person to win. And again, not that I'm a politician, not that I um, sit and debate people about it, but usually there's pros and cons to everybody, and usually there's a clear winner for me. But um, I think it's just kind of sad when I look at the top two candidates or even the top three, and I was like, eh, you know. Um, but again, I'm sure, um, you know, if you look at social media, people will agree or disagree with you pretty, uh, pretty adamantly about Trump. Uh, I, I can't say much. I know people that work in his publicity department. Um, I know a lot of, of really bad things that nobody is going to say because they're pretty heavily under NDAs. So yeah. personally, even if he was not talking about people being rapists and things like that, I, um, I couldn't vote for him because I know too much personally about him and, and yeah. he's a bad guy. Like that, that really bothers me. But that's, what are you going to do if he becomes climate. president? Isn't that crazy Pardon? that he's... What are you going to do if he becomes president? Like knowing just... Um, then I am going to make it my job to try and educate people and uh, make his presidency as difficult as possible. The same as everyone else in Hollywood. You know, yeah. I, chose, I chose to be in this country. This isn't... This isn't um, my home country. And I chose this country because I do believe America is one of the greatest countries on earth. I think this is an amazing country and I believe in the American people and I have faith in them and I have enough faith that they will not choose Donald Trump. I do. Yeah, I, I agree I, with you. I hope you. that's not foolish. <laughs> yeah, no, I but, agree with you in, in both your regards. Um, but I, I can't imagine they're like, they're really going to let him win. Well, the Republican Party has let me down many times, so we'll see. Uh, though though I, I, I can't get on board with the two-party system here. I'd love to see a third party step in or something like that. But Yeah. I mean, let's face it. I'm a liberal Hollywood Democrat. Like, there's, there's a, that's the only way to, that it goes for me. Um, so, well, I'm, I'm sorry that politically you're having that issue. You say <laughs> now you're not keen on uh, auto-tune. We've got that. We've talked a little bit uh, about your feelings on that. We're going to go to a break in about two minutes. What do you have coming out right now? What do you have coming out? Currently, I, again, my mission is new song, new video, new book chapter every single month. Um, at the end of the year in November, I release a CD. And what I've done the last couple of years is I surprise people with like a second surprise CD. Um, so one of the things I can reveal on your show that people don't know yet, but the surprise CD at the end of this year which is going to be the second CD this year, is going to be full instrumentals. Because I've gotten a lot of uh, requests from, you know, just TV, movies, people that were like, and I didn't realize until last year that people are more likely to use instrumentals than actually songs with lyrics. So I just put out, um, you know, it's going to be 14 instrumentals, and that's kind of the big thing I'm working on right now. That's awesome. We have about one minute to break. We'll be right back after this. I'm going to say very quickly, guys, tell me who you think the current top composer in Hollywood is, and I'll give you a free ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California. Who do you think the top composer in Hollywood is right now, and tell me why? I'm going to say Scott Haskin because, you know, he does the music for my show and I love him, but I know everyone else is going to have a different opinion. My money's on Danny Elfman, but tell me, sell me on it. Tell me who's the biggest and why. Go to Summer Helene. 
on Facebook, write in your answer, send it to me in a message. And I mean, let's face it, my assistant will write you back and give you uh, free tickets at Offroad Rentals in Palm Springs, California. We're going to have Mel Brooks on the show. We're going to have Big Mike somebody or other. Big, Big Mike Clemens. Big Mike Clemens. I cannot remember his name, but I like him. Big Mike Clemens. We have got some really, really amazing shows coming up. We are going to be back after this break. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin. And this is Behind the Scenes. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day guys, welcome back behind the scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin. And Sorrentos, we are talking about what makes you famous, what makes it famous. We are mostly, though, talking about politics. During the break, uh, Paul admitted that, you know, he's, he's really Bernie or bust, and if we don't get Bernie, he's probably going to vote for Trump, which I compared to eating a chalupa in the dark. You just don't want anyone to know it. You're going to do it, but it's gross and it's dirty and it's nasty. It, it is. It's like, or it's like eating a Tommy burger. I like Tommy burger, but those, those are nasty. Uh, and Alexis, I'm not going to give her analogy because it was very perverse. So welcome <laughs> back to the show, guys. <laughs> but I, I get it, Paul. I'm, I get the Bernie Obas thing. I got to admit, I'm for Bernie Sanders. I am. Yeah, I mean, he's a candidate with the most heart uh, and the nicest candidate that I've seen in years. 
yeah. just what the, I think the DNC needs to know that Hillary is not an option for a lot of us, and we will vote for Trump. I don't know really what I'm going to get out of Trump. I know exactly what I'm going to get out of Hillary, and I don't like that because we pretty much had that since Reagan. You know, these uh, presidents have really only been different on social issues, but economically, we've had the same president since Reagan. More of the same, yeah. Oh, it was ever since Ronald Reagan changed things and started the uh, tax breaks for the wealthy. It really has. It has been a change year. But, I mean, even Richard Nixon, which was our biggest asshole president of them all thus far, <laughs> Trump, um, He'd be viewed as even he wanted... He gave us the EPA and the affirmative action. Yes, but he also, um, I, I, but well, he also wanted to give a single payer medical. But everyone quotes him as being yeah. the biggest bastard. I, I got to disagree. Social medicine actually started in the United States after the war. Uh, everyone else in the world copied it, and then America got rid of it. So it's 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 very bizarre for me. But this is a Hollywood show after all. Sorrentos, what advice would you give to somebody trying to get into the entertainment industry? Probably the, the most critical piece of advice I would give them is to never give up. Uh, keep doing it. If you're doing it for the right reasons and it's in your heart and it's near and dear to you, fame shouldn't matter, money shouldn't matter, and please don't give up because it never happens on the first try. Keep honing your craft, keep getting better, and eventually you'll break through, but you've got to believe and you've got to work hard. It, it's not easy. I like you so much. Because I'm, I'm the one that's take a long time to get going. Exactly, overnight <laughs> successes take a long time. It's it's true, but I got to say, I think success and fame and money do matter. I do, but I love I love that you're in it for the craft, and that makes all the difference. And that's probably what makes your music so real and so different from what you hear today. I like that. And you did make a good point, Paul. The overnight successes they they ha- it takes a long, long time to be an overnight success. But I still maintain fame and money matter. <laughs> then again, I'm a terrible influence on, you know, the general public. So that's the advice you'd give someone is keep working at it. I like that advice. What inspires you? You know, I originally got uh, started down this road because uh, my father passed away from lung cancer, which he battled for many years. And I just realized, you know, time is finite. We're not here forever. And why waste time doing something that you might love, but not, not that next level, not a passion, something you've been dreaming about? Um, you know, everyone has a dream. You know, it might be you love your day job, you love what you do, but it's not your, your passion, your secret desire. If you could write a book and, you know, what's the perfect thing you've always wanted, why shouldn't everyone be happy? Why shouldn't you go for it? I, I think... Uh, too often people are either scared to go for it or they just um, they don't really go for it, you know? They're kind of timid. They might write a book, but they might not really tell everybody, hey, I'm writing this book, you know, because they're afraid of the criticism and the critique and people tell them, what, are you crazy? You're 30 years you- old. You know, you're, you should not be doing this. You should take care of your family. You should do whatever their situation is, and I don't think that's right. You know, I've got to say, I was going to make a bad joke about you've just encouraged the entire world to basically rape Chris Hemsworth, just go for what you want. Um, I, I don't even <laughs> want to make a joke here. What you said was fantastic. You're right. Time is finite. We're not here for long. And if you follow your dreams, you have a chance of enjoying your life. If you look back, I want you on your deathbed to look back. 
what is the one thing you haven't done in your life that you wish you would have done? I don't want to end up in that position. And it sounds like you've made a choice not to end up in that position. That's yeah, pretty freaking I, awesome. B- before I started this musical journey, the number one regret I would have had in my life is that I never went for it. I never released music or lyrics or anything to the public. Now that I'm actually doing that, <laughs> the one thing I can tell you that I've never done that I wanted to is jump out of an airplane uh, to do a parachute thing. And, you know, once you get past the age of 18, 20, 30, you start thinking. And I, I always wonder, um, have I missed that window of opportunity? And I'm hoping to do that one day. But that's, that's probably the next thing I'd regret. It's not jumping out of an airplane. You know, I've yeah. got to disagree Which with you the there. Crap out of me, by the way, but... No, I'm not jumping out of a perfectly good airplane. Thank you very much. You're mad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, guys, we have two minutes till the show close. Tell everyone where they can find you. Sure. So my main website is www.melogia.com. In Greek, melogia means with words, and since I'm all about the words, I thought that was appropriate. Um, on there, they can find links to my YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever they prefer. Uh, if they sign up for my email list, it's free. I only send out two emails a month. I've never asked anybody to buy anything. It just announces the new song and the new video, and I encourage them to come along this journey. They can come along. They can hop off, hop back on whenever they want, and hopefully we can grow together. I like yeah. that. That's a really cool thing. All right, and Paul? And I'm looking mm-hmm. at your website. I noticed that one of your songs, you were giving away a third away of the profit to the American Cancer Society. So with every bit yeah, of your music, so, you have a good helping of karma along with it. That's yeah, what I tried to do is better. when I decided I didn't want to put out a new CD every three years and have people forget about me, I decided to do some every month and every week. And then I, because of my father and because I think one day if I ever make it and I reveal what I do, I think people understand the charity thing, but... You know, again, I don't need 10 cars. I don't need huge houses. Why not give away something to charity? And when I talked to some people in the industry, I actually wanted to give 100% away, but they talked me out of it because they said one day if you have a label, if you have something. So they, a third of profit seemed um, appropriate according to what they recommended. And I can tell you last year with all the stuff I do, I've never made a profit, but I donated, you know, a couple thousand dollars to charity anyway because, again, um, I want to do this forever, and that's just what I want to do. Well, Are you without you. a label? I'm oh, without a label. I'm without a manager. I'm without a marketing agency. And the one thing, again, hopefully as I continue to grow, um, you know, you don't know where the road's going to take you, but I'm, I'm very open to continuing this lifelong dream forever. All right, guys, we've got to jump off. This is the end of the show. Thank you very, very much for joining us, Sorantos. Thank you very, very much, Paul. Guys, we'll be back next week on Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we are on with Saranto saying, if you have something you want to do in your life, if you don't make your dying wish the thing you didn't do, go out there, do it, bust some ass, get what you want out of life, and I'll see you next week on Behind the Scenes. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.